Welcome to Speak Strength, a podcast designed to encourage, motivate, and inspire you to a healthy lifestyle with your hosts, Jason Winley and Brittany Pender. Hey guys, welcome to the Speak Strength Podcast. This is episode six, and today we're talking about communication between coach and athlete, and then the vice versa, from athlete to coach. I'm Jason. And I'm Brittany. And it's good to have you back. Welcome back. So today we're talking about communication between the coach and athlete, athlete and coach. We all know how important this is. There's a the communication can be the end all be all between a game or success or whether an athlete reaches that next goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So a couple things we want to discuss in the beginning here of this podcast is what that communication looks like as far as respect, active listening. And then the nonverbal cues. Yes. And respect is one of the biggest, most important ones. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Way back in the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, the coach used to have that domineering demeanor where the coach was just a yelling monster and <laughs> he just kind of did what they said. But we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found that the best communication happens when there's that mutual respect between yes. the coach and the athlete. Mm-hmm where the coach can say what they mean without making the athlete feel little. Right, yes, yeah. And with, Having the okay. athlete feel like they're a part of something. Yes, And it's, it's I feel important. it's the coach's responsibility to kind of help mm-hmm. get that across, that right. you are a vital part of what's going on. Right. And without doing that, with, and doing that without making them feel like nothing. Yes. So I think the days of that yelling is... I'm not saying it's completely out of the way, like it's the, it's done, but I do think that a lot of how we motivate athletes today has changed. Yes, definitely through communication. So with respect, you know, that can also come across as how you're approaching someone. Um, Being a new trainer, I have noticed, you know, meeting new clients, especially it's like, okay, I want to come off in a way that they're taking this seriously, but I want to be friendly at the same time. Right, right. So you have to find that um, like adjustment. You have to find that area of what fits you best. Somewhere between that, I'm professional, but I'm open to what yeah, you have to say. Yeah, yeah right. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right. And it, it, I haven't had those days in a long time, but I remember being in that day where I would actually take paper mm-hmm. and I would find out what, because I moved into the area and some of the culture was new. So the, the sports atmosphere was different. The school atmosphere was different. The lake atmosphere was different. That wasn't stuff I originally grew up around. But coming into this atmosphere and learning what the culture was and then respecting mm-hmm. it and respecting it enough to learn more about it, a lot of the people I started to uh, take on as clients and as athletes responded really well. Right, yeah. And respect goes a long way, you know, from showing your athlete or um, whoever you're working with that, you know, this is how things go in the way that you do things. Mm-hmm. And then that will show them from that point on what to expect from you. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. Like teaching someone how to communicate back to you. Yes. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the most important things, too, is we as coaches being in that authority figure have to establish that line of communication that allows them mm-hmm. to respond back to us. And I say authority figure not in the domineering way, but in the fact that right. we have a domain of knowledge that someone is coming to us as an expert right. with. Yes. And we have to treat that with respect mm-hmm. and with that respect, allow them to ask questions because stuff that we're in 
since we're in the culture of fitness, they may not know. Or if you're a coach who's been around a sport for 17 or 15 or 20 years and an athlete's only been around for seven or eight years, mm-hmm. of course they're going to have questions. Right. They're not going to know right. nearly as much as you are. Right. So being open to allowing them to ask you questions is extremely important. Yeah. And actually, one of the cool things about that is allowing athletes to ask you questions help you stay on top of your game. Right. And questions, you know, as an athlete, you need to ask more questions. Figure out, um, you know, if you're doing something wrong, ask about it. If something hurts, ask about it. Um, asking can asking questions can ultimately like improve your outcome and things that you're doing. It's crazy too because we've we've talked about both athlete and coach, and there's that two way line we both you've discussed. You've mentioned like like you just said the athlete asking the coach but the coach being open to questions. And sometimes it's not always our fault as coaches that the athletes don't ask. Maybe it's good to dig in and figure out a little bit more about what's going on in their life so they can feel comfortable coming to you Mm -hmm. when something is not right. And I think that's important as a coach. And, you know, again, being a beginner, um, find things in common or find interest within whoever you're, um, like, coaching so you can have – um, like an open communication Find a them. meeting spot and, where yeah, you guys can go yeah. off of and eventually find right. um, that common ground on another topic. Yes. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like the way you went after that. Find a common ground and then going after whatever the next goal is together once right. you met in that common place. Right. Ah, that's super And then but back with questions real fast from a coach's perspective, be open-minded um, to what they're asking. Don't think like one thing has to be like textbook almost, like kind of branch out in a way and find what they're really asking you and, you know, find alternatives. If Does that if make some, sense? Yes, if something, um, doesn't, <laughs> if something doesn't fit what's initially what you thought, take a second to kind of dig into the topic a little bit more. Yeah, to yeah, communi- yeah. To then communicate a little bit better. Yeah. And so with that, even in a particular training session or – a practice session where you're having to cue the athletes, Mm -hmm. making sure that we use cues that help them establish either the best form, the best outcome for the drill, the best outcome for that particular practice. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing is understanding the vocabulary and language that is used. Yes, that works effectively for that athlete. Absolutely, that you get the (laughs) most effective communication across all boards. And that's not going to be the same for everyone. Mm -mm. So it takes... It's important. It takes a little bit of extra time to dig into athletes on that one-on-one basis. And it's hard in a group, but you still have to do it. Right. Yeah. It's still important to kind of dig in and find out what motivates that athlete, what helps them tick. Mm -hmm. And um, motivation, inspiration, we'll get into that topic in a little bit. But another thing is you were mentioning body language. Yes. So um, there's about 90% of non-communication is through body language and, and that's wild <laughs> but it's true it is. it's what, true what you're trying to say isn't always said in words right so right. paying attention to how an athlete walks into the training session mm-hmm. are they walking into the training session with their shoulders hunched and their chin tucked right yes does that mm-hmm. mean something happened at, before they came in or at school right being open to paying attention to what they're saying before they walk in will also help make the session start well. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every and team has an athlete where whether or not that athlete has a good day or a bad day, 
that can be the tempo or the mood that the whole, the whole time, time yes. the whole practice ends up getting. Yes. It's important for the coach to recognize those athletes. But to mm-hmm. that athlete, it's also important for you to understand when you're coming in and your mood is bad or negative, that you can relay that to the coach so right. you guys can figure out what's going right. on. Right. And remember, athletes are generally, I mean, coaches are generally adults and athletes are younger, may not have the same experience. Mm-hmm. So as a coach, sometimes you want to say, just knock it off, get your chin up and let's go. Right. And sometimes you got to figure out whether that's the right mood or maybe just let them be them, but protect right. the rest of the atmosphere, yes. the rest of the environment. Yes. Mm-hmm. To make sure the whole environment isn't in that negative south going yes, down. Yes, I agree. Yes. And sometimes it might be asking and say, hey, listen, I'm not trying to tell you you're doing anything wrong or doing anything bad. But listen, mm-hmm. today's not your day. Let's make sure. Let's go ahead and step away from today's session. You go home, take care of what you got to take care of. Right. And then come back yes. the next day with a better attitude. Right. Yeah. And that's best sometimes. Yep. And as frustrating as that can be for a coach, we have to respect that sometimes especially dealing with teenagers and young athletes. Right, they like may things not, will come up. That things, things will come will up. Happen. And, uh, I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all of how to make that work, but don't be opposed to that. Mm-hmm. That negatively grinding your athlete to the bone right. until they step right. up and respect doesn't always work, mm-hmm. no. especially in these day, um, with athletes today. So digging right. into the, I guess, for we're not psychologists, we're still digging into the psychology of what makes athletes tick. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So they're watching their body language and then you watching your body language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from a coach's standpoint, um, body language means everything. Also, you know, you don't want to be on your phone when you have a client over here and you don't want to. Knowledge bombs. <laughs> knowledge what? Bombs. Bombs. What? Knowledge bombs? Ooh. What never heard knowledge bombs? <laughs> You've been here six weeks and we haven't talked about knowledge bombs. No. <laughs> you just dropped a big knowledge bomb and it's so simple and it's so, we talked that some of the simplest <laughs> things that I know I'm really excited. Some of the simplest things are some of the things that should be common sense, but they're not always common yeah, sense. Yeah, right. No, like, don't bring your. No, like, especially if you do this every day, you might think you might just get into something and be like, oh yeah, you know. Right. So, so if be you get into that, routine, that and be aware, of it. yeah. Yes. And yeah. as and routine how you... as it is to pull out your phone, right? That's something like, that could happen. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, there may be instances in which you'll use your phone. In a professional way. Yes. Instagram, photos, that's going to happen. Yeah. But make sure that those situations are stated. I'm going to Instagram you guys and take a video, then I'm going to post it. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't just pull my phone phone. out and (laughs) go to town. Right. And then start answering text messages in between. Yeah, no. But there's that tendency to want to do that. Don't worry. I've been in a situation where I've had my phone to do an Instagram photo and the text message um, thing pops up. You're like, ooh, text message. But then you have to bring yourself back. So yeah. communicating a little about bit that. of self-control with that one. But, mm-hmm. um, and like crossed, um, folded arms while you're training or talking, um, no eye contact. Eye, right, making yeah. eye contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are very important to keep yourself. And then that active listening component. We'll finish this part with active listening before we go into okay. the motivation and how to get athletes inspired. But that active listening of even repeating back what they said to see if you mm-hmm. have an understanding. Yes. If you can turn around what they said and put it in your own words, usually you've found a you ground. You know that you're yeah. listening and you understand what's yes. what's being asked. So. And if you can do that, you can move forward together as a team. Yes. And um, one of the things I think also as a coach, as we get in and move on, um, is to also be able to motivate and inspire your players. Mm-hmm. To For sure. To either reach Very a common important. goal or their goal. Yes. 
And one of the ways we can do that, you mentioned music. I thought that was mm-hmm. really good earlier yeah. when we were talking. Yeah, I think music, I have a little hashtag I use on Instagram, and it's um, hashtag beats build a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like corny and sounds silly, but for me personally, music just does it. Like it's, that's my, you know, caffeine boost. That's that I have to have music in my workout. Beats build a beast. I'm a fan of that. Oh, okay. I've never used that hashtag or seen that hashtag <laughs> But now that I'm following you, I'm paying extra attention yeah, to that one. Yeah, Beats Build a Beast. If you're out there, I need you guys to hashtag that Beats Build a Beast. And then maybe put that, put your song on whatever you're doing on your story or on your Instagram. Do it. We're going to find yeah. you guys. Okay, And we'll, cool. we'll share songs across the board. But Beats Build a Beast, and she's absolutely correct. That music can, can be an important role in motivation, especially in the gym. Oh, yeah. There's always mm-hmm. a motivational playlist on Spotify or Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. Google Play, you can always find a playlist that yes. helps get you inspired of all genres. Right. There's country, there's hip hop, there's <laughs> metal, whatever you like. There's a right. motivational playlist yeah. for you. Yeah, I think music is great. And then this kind of plays into the environment as well. Mm-hmm. And if you have like big teams, big groups of people, um, music and maybe like motivational sayings on the wall or um, like little reminders that help us to remember why we're doing something. Yes. I think yeah. that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Having quotes, um, like perseverance, qua, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. determination yes. and, uh, beats build a beast. You know, that's another great quote I like to hear, <laughs> but just talk with your team, fill like fill them out, see what they like to do to pump themselves up and mm-hmm. maybe they can form like a little team ritual. Rituals. Before games, so or... that's funny because like <laughs> you colleges do that all the time. I think Clemson has the rock, and would you say yeah. Gamecocks tap the wall or something? I'm not wrong really sure, lines. but I'm not sure. But they <laughs> I do think their so. Thing. Yeah. But they do the thing. Teams have a ritual that bring them together. Yeah, and I think from the top down, being the coaches, it starts there. Mm-hmm. How do we get these kids together to do and accomplish this goal that allows us to move forward? Right. Yes. Another thing I also think is the coaches having a responsibility to help teach and educate their athletes mm-hmm. or their or their um, their clients and saying, hey, this is why we're doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is why you had a hashtag. One of my favorite quotes is a coach that teaches is a coach that reaches. Yes. Knowledge bombs. More than yes. yes. Oh, knowledge bombs. That's what you're saying. Okay. I I'm not sure what I thought you said. You said knowledge. I couldn't. I couldn't understand what the second word well, was. But I got it now. <laughs> knowledge bombs. 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 Okay, <laughs> we got it. Yes, dropping knowledge bombs on today's episode. Yes. About coaching and communication. So yeah, and even dropping knowledge bombs to your athletes. Yes. You can speak in. The, we'll call them tweetable quotes. Tweetable coaching points. Yeah. Instagrammable <laughs> positioning. Like it's. What's going to happen? You drop knowledge bombs on your athletes so they understand why they're doing what they're doing. Yes. And yes. they may respect you. You've established some of that expertise, mm-hmm. that relationship, right. and they're ready to ride with you and they're ready to go with you. So yes. It's yeah. really cool to make sure that you inspire your athletes through multiple ways, or through multiple avenues. Mm-hmm. The other thing is athletes. If there's something that allows you to get motivated or helps you get motivated, don't be afraid to share that no, with your team or yeah, your coach. Yeah, no. Yeah. Let them know if they ask you what kind of music you like and you like Disney fairy tale <laughs> theme songs. 
or on the warm-up CD demand that you have a Disney fairy yeah. tale theme song. If you want Let It Go <laughs> Frozen, we're going to listen to Let It Go, okay? That's not even funny. I, I would, you like that song? I like that song. And a solid snatch, I'm snatching to Let It Go. Yeah. I even like, um, hello, it's me. You know that Adele's See, one? I don't know. Yes. Oh, the hello one, yes. Yes, that's, <laughs> I, I mean, it's slow, but it's powerful. It's yeah, like the words. The side, You're like, oh, right? wow. And when it starts to build up, I feel like I need to be under some massive strain and just knock stuff down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we got another girl who really likes her, Sean Mendez. And it's funny because as soon as Sean Mendez comes on, she's like, oh, that's my jam. Everybody's like, really? Sean mm-hmm. Mendez. But we got to let it go. We yeah, let it happen. everybody has their everybody thing. Everybody has their thing. <laughs> But, uh, so, you guys have a thing? Let us know what your thing is. You can either send us an Instagram. You can hashtag... Beats Build a Beast. Beats Build a Beast. And you can <laughs> tag us. You can tag me on Instagram at J underscore Wendley or the gym at Body Shop X. And mine is Chin underscore up underscore chick on Instagram. And you can find the podcast also on the web at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Player FM. We're on all the things. Everything. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a wonderful week.